All right, here we go. It's great to be with you on the Texas Tech edition of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Mike Guido back at you again. We do have plenty of stuff to go over today. Jam-packed show in about 10, 15 minutes. Uh, Fansided came out with an article that I want to go over. It is the top five offensive weapons that Texas Tech will face this season. You'll get my opinion on it. Uh, I think the list is exactly right. I think because there's something very crucial about this list, uh, and it kind of ties into what we're going to start the show today with. So that's coming up in about 10 minutes. Uh, But I do want to begin today with this. Uh, I want to start jumping into the schedule because the game, the, uh, the kickoff game against Murray State is coming up. Uh, it's coming up in about a month, so I want to start breaking down this schedule. And uh, I, I really think, and I have a very strong opinion on the start of the season when it comes to Texas Tech. I have a very strong opinion on this. You're really going to find out what kind of team this is going to be in the first month of the season. In the first month of the season. And I know that that sounds like, oh, well, Guido, no, duh. But no, I'm serious about look at who their opponents are going to be. They're in the first year of a brand new head coach. I mean, you're going to find out fairly quickly and in a lot of different ways. You're just going to find out you know, how the talent is developing. You're going to find out if the players are buying in. Yeah, All of that stuff. So, you know, I, I think that for somebody like Joey McGuire, who has gotten so much hype out of the community, I mean, it really is going to matter heavily, at least to the fans, that this team comes out strong. Right? They can't fall flat. The effort at least needs to be there, and you need to pull out at least a couple of wins in these first four games. You know, so in the first four games of the season, you get Murray State to lead off, right? Last year, there were 6-5. and five. There were 3-3 three and three in the Ohio Valley. Listen, this is, a, this is not a football program. This is a very beatable team. I think you should definitely win this, especially if it is at home in Lubbock. So chalk that up as a win. But you don't want it to just be a win. You want to blow these guys out. You want to blow these guys out. I mean, this is a team that got blown out by Austin P last year. This is a team that lost to Bowling Green last year. And this is a team that lost to Tennessee State last year. I mean, forget about what this team could be this season. Okay, based on what their track record was, I mean, the most popular player in Murray State history that I know is John Morant. <laughs> and he plays for the Memphis Grizzlies now. So, this is a team that you want to blow out. Not just win, blow out. The next game is against Houston. Again, this is another game at home. The, I'm not saying you got to win it. Right? I'm not saying you got to win it. But Houston is a team that we beat last year, 38-21. It was a a solid win. Houston is a team that we beat last year, but then went on to win the rest of their games until they played in the American Championship. Like, they, they crushed everybody else. 
You only beat Grambling 45-0. They they beat Southern Methodist 44-37. I mean, they're playing real teams here. They're playing real teams. They lost to us in the first game of the season, and then they went all the way to the American Championship. They lost to Cincinnati, but we all know how good Cincinnati was last year. And they beat Auburn in the in the bowl game. I mean, this is a team that ended up going 12-2. and two. They're always among one of those teams that, all right, they fly kind of under the radar, but hey, they're usually top 10 in the country. Right? So that's why I'm saying you don't necessarily have to win this game. But you got to keep it close. Right? The effort needs to be there. The effort has to be there against Houston, especially if it is in your building. If you can take down Houston, again, this this is one of those things that's really important. If you can beat Houston, then I think that puts a real good, because, again, forget about Murray State. Okay? Murray State, to me, is a nothing game. If you don't win that one, that poisons the entire season. You got to beat Murray State, and we will beat Murray State. You got to go in. Uh, you got to go against Houston, and Houston's a legitimate program. If you beat Houston, I mean that really sets the tone. That really sets the tone for the entire season. It does. So that is a crucially important game. Then you play NC State. Now you get two games in a row on the road. Now you're going to NC State. Now. I have heard that NC State is an incredibly improved team this season. And you're getting them on the road. Okay, this is a team that beat Clemson last year. And I understand that Clemson wasn't the same team as they have been in years past. But that's still an impressive win for, again, another another program that is just kind of on the come up. NC State is not a powerhouse. Clemson is. Okay, this was a team that went nine and three last year. I mean, they—they're legit. They're playing in a strong conference. They only took a three-point loss to 12, uh, 12th-ranked Wake Forest last year. I mean, that's really something. And it was on the road. They were at Wake Forest and only lost by three. So NC State's a real game, too. This is your first test of how the team travels, right? This is how, you know, this is Joey McGuire's first chance to prove that we're we're not just a team that that sits at home and has success here. No, we're going to go on the road. We're going to go into your building, and we're going to embarrass you. Like I said, the, the first month of the season has so many implications. And then you play Texas. You play Texas at Texas. And granted, this is a 5-7 and seven team last year, but listen, it's Texas. And they very well might have the best offensive player in the whole country with B. John Robinson. And we're going to discuss him in a little bit. But, I mean, this is a team that you have to match up with because this is a team that's going to run the football like crazy. And guess what? So are you. Texas Tech is going to run the hell out of the football. They're going to run the hell out of the football. You need to be able to outrun them. You know, that really, again, 
These are tone-setting games. I'll keep saying it over and over again. These are tone-setting games. And every game has an implication. Murray State, you got to blow them out. Right? And if you don't blow them out, that's a problem. You go play against Houston. Houston is your first real game of the season. That's your first, like, home test. What kind of team are you going to be? Can you beat a team like Houston in your own building? That's the first thing. Is Joey McGuire going to have his players come out and not fall flat? You know, are they? Are you going to see the buy-in? Are you going to see all of that stuff? Because you can see that. You can see all that. You could see if players are sluggish. You can see if players are unprepared. And Houston's a good football team. Can you repeat what you did last year? Yes, you can. Okay, then you get NC State, your first real road test. Your first real road test against NC State, which is another up-and-coming school, just, just like us. Right? Brand new head coach. We're recruiting pretty well. We're up-and-coming. NC State's up and coming too. You get them in their building. Okay? That's a test again. And then you play Texas. Big conference game. At Texas. I I, I mean, do I even need to further explain what the implications of that game are going to be? It is still Texas. First of all, prove that you're the program in the state. I'll tell you that much. But again, second of all, this is a team that runs the football like crazy. And the thing that you're good at, the thing that you are going to make your living on this season, what you are going to rely on offensively this year, running the football, can you do it better than the team that has quite possibly the best running back in the country? Can you do it better than them? So I think it's going to be a really interesting first month uh, because these four games – really uh, have plenty of implications. And again, it says a lot about what Joey McGuire's first impressions are going to be. And again, I, I don't think that, like, just in case, ever, you know, the worst happens, right? We lose games we shouldn't. Uh, players aren't playing well. You know, I, I don't think it's the end of the world because these technically are not Joey McGuire's guys. Right, these are not guys that Joey McGuire recruited. These are not guys that, you know, he personally handpicked. So I I understand that there's a bit of an adjustment period, just like there would be any uh, in anything else. But you also do want to see the immediate buy-in. Right? Can he shift the culture in a positive direction? even with players that aren't necessarily, quote, unquote, his. They're not his guys, but it doesn't matter because he's such a good coach that they'll buy into him anyway. Can you see that in the first month of the season when you play three? Murray State's not really a concern, but you play three tough games in a row, two of which are on the road. Can you make a statement for Texas Tech football. Can you do that? So, again, I think it should be a very interesting month of the season. As we get closer, uh, I'll go over the schedule a little bit more in depth, but I do want to just, I did want to just tackle a little bit of the first month and 
bring up a lot of what the implications were going to be uh, in the first month of the season. So uh, could be a, it should be a very, very interesting start. Uh, so let's get into this article. So Fan Sided came out uh, with the top five offensive weapons that Texas Tech will face this season. Um, and I think that this is incredibly interesting because the top three on this list are position players and not quarterbacks. Now, the first two, right, five and four, are quarterbacks. But the even more interesting thing about this is that all five of the players that are on this list, Texas Tech will see in the first month of the season. So how can they defensively hold up? You know, how can guys like Tyree Wilson stack up against these kinds of players? So, number five on the list, and it's going to come as a shock to a lot of people, is Clayton Toon from Houston, the quarterback out of Houston. Now, again, last year when we beat Houston, Clayton Toon played absolutely horrific. He was horrible. He only threw for 174 yards. He got picked off four times. I mean, I mean, he played terrible against Texas Tech last year. However, since then, and again, I I I really want to stress this. This is why I brought up Houston in such a strong uh in, in such a strong start. They ended up 12 and 2. He ended up throwing for 3,500 yards. Right? I mean, he ended up throwing for 3,500 yards, 30 touchdowns. I mean, he ended up with 10 picks on the year in 14 games. Not the end of the world. I mean, say what you want, but he played well last year. Outside of the Texas Tech game, he played great. He completed 68% of his throws. So say what you want. I, I mean... He he played well last year for Houston. And especially for a team that you can never really count out, like the Cougars. I mean, he's leading them. And you know how hard it is to stop good quarterbacks twice in a row. Right? And again, you're with a new head coach. It'll probably be different looks for him. But maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a good thing for somebody like Clayton Toon. You don't know what you're expecting with him either, right? He's going to completely change his entire game plan, right? I, now, the positive side is, is that he understands what happened last year. Could he be a little skittish? Could he be a little, prote- you know, overprotective of the football? Not take the chances that he took last season in order to avoid the turnovers? Could be, but... I very highly doubt that Clayton Toon is going to fall flat again. You're going to have to actually beat him this time. So Clayton Toon's number five for Houston. I, I think that's very, very interesting because, again, even though he played terrible last year, he played terrible last year against Texas Tech, he ended up leading a very, very good season for Houston overall. A really good season. I mean, like I said, after the Tech loss, Houston didn't lose until they got into the conference championship game. 
Clayton Toon had a lot to do with that. So uh, let's move on to number four. Number four is the NC State quarterback, Devin Leary. Now, Devin Leary is one of these players who you could see as a dark horse for the Heisman Trophy, you know, given his performance, obviously. But Devin Leary last year, again, another one of these players who was around the 3,500-yard mark. 3,500 yards, he threw 35 touchdowns, and this is another player that doesn't really turn the ball over. You're going to have to find other ways to beat him. He only threw five interceptions last year. You know, completed about 66% of his throws. I mean, Devin Leary is one of these players that you, he's not really going to turn the ball over. He isn't really going to turn the ball over. So, you know, given the fact that you know, this is a, a defense that gave up about 268 yards per game through the air, in meaning Texas Tech. I mean, that could be frightening. Because if Devin Leary isn't going to make many mistakes, then you either have to find ways to force his mistakes, you have to put pressure on the quarterback. I mean... Th- Devin Leary is one of these guys, and I think, you know, you feel less confident against him than you do against Clayton Toon, only because this guy doesn't seem easily rattled. He doesn't really seem like a guy that's going to make those really crucial mental errors that could cost him a game. You know, you're going to actually need to outplay him. And the question is going to be, is Tech strong enough to do that? I don't know. You're going to have to put pressure on him. Okay, here's the top three. Now, number three is Xavier Worthy from Texas, the wide receiver. Now, he's the best wide receiver in the Big 12. He is. He's the best wide receiver in the Big 12. Last year, as a freshman, he caught for almost 1,000 yards and 12 touchdowns. A thousand yards and twelve touchdowns. I, I mean, that's the thing. Twelve touchdowns as a freshman blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind. He led the conference last year with about eighty-two receiving yards per game. I mean, sir, he was on the watch list for the Blitnikoff Award. And again, I'll rev- I'll resort back, revert back to what I was saying before when we were talking about Devin Leary. For a team, a passing defense, where last year Tech allowed almost 270 yards a game through the air, somebody like this should terrify you because the way that Tech is built is not a defense that, you know, we do not have a great secondary I mean, as of right now, I mean, listen, anything can change, but what we showed last year is that good quarterbacks and good, and good wide receivers really hurt us, really poisoned us. I mean, we just couldn't find consistent ways to stop them. Now, look, Texas is not a great team. At least they weren't last year. Now, again, I always say you can't count Texas out because they're Texas, and, you know, that's just what they do. They They... 
they always kind of find themselves, you know, unreasonably good and at the top of the conference somehow, at least most years they do. I mean, Xavier Worthy is, I mean, you could talk about a guy that's going to potentially go in the first round. I mean, Xavier Worthy is doing this as a freshman. He had 400-yard games. He caught three touchdowns in a game twice. And one of those games, by the way, one of those three touchdown games was against us. So we've struggled with him before. I, it, it matters. I mean, being able to lock down wide receivers. I mean, we understand how important, I mean, forget about the NFL, how important wide receivers have become in college football. With all these spread offenses and, you know, the air raid and everything like that where the ball's just flying all over the place. I mean, it's become so important to lock up good wide receivers because when you have them, you use them. Right? I mean, LSU's offense with Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase is one of the best offenses I've ever seen in college football. Those guys are two of the best receivers in the NFL. If you've got great receivers, I mean, it really makes a difference in your offense. So Xavier Worthy out of Texas is definitely one of the players that we got to watch out for going forward. Now, here's number two. Number two is Deuce Vaughn, running back K-State. Now, Deuce Vaughn is a beast, okay? Sophomore season last year, he ran, by the way, ran for 1,400 yards and 18 touchdowns. He then proceeded to catch for 468 yards and four more touchdowns. Deuce Vaughn had 22 touchdowns from scrimmage last season. From scrimmage, 22 touchdowns. I mean, he's unbelievable. And he's the only guy, by the way, that we're not seeing in the first month of the season that's on this list. Oh, he's in the he's in the fifth week. Sorry. <laughs> so we get... You know, in the first four games, we get four out of the five guys on this list. We get all five of these guys on this list in the first five games. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And again, this is another one of these situations where the running game is what Texas Tech does well. That's what they're going to do. Can you neutralize somebody like Deuce Vaughn who could potentially outrun you? I mean, forget about one of the best player, uh, one of the best offensive players that Texas Tech is going to see. I mean, this is going to be one of the best offensive players in the country. I mean, 22 touchdowns in one year as a sophomore is insane. I mean, uh, he's going to end up going to the NFL at, at some point. I, I, I just, a dual threat kind of running back could be a nightmare for Tech's defense. It really could. And that leads me to number one on this ri- uh, on this list, which is pretty obvious. It's B. John Robinson from Texas. Okay, B. John Robinson is quite possibly the best offensive, pl- uh, offensive skill position player in the entire country this year. I mean, he's one of the best 
uh, it, I would say without a doubt right now, he's the best running back in the country. And we're going to see that. I, I, seriously, we are going to see just exactly how good B. John Robinson is because, look, 1,100 yards for 11 touchdowns last year. Uh, he was better as a freshman than he was as a sophomore. But let me tell you something. You know, it's just as far as yards per carry, he was better as a freshman. Let me tell you something. He's going to grow at an astronomical rate this year because they are going to rely on him heavy. I mean, B. John Robinson is going to get a ton of touches. A ton of touches. Now, you'd imagine that he's going to go to the NFL next year, but, I mean, listen, listen, last year against us, 191 yards, seven and a half yards a carry. I, I mean, he sliced and diced us last year. I mean, that matters. 191 yards for seven and a half yards a carry. 137 yards on the ground, 191 total. I mean, he's he's the best offensive player in the Big 12. He's just, he's unbelievable. So, I, I think that as on this list, and again, Bijan Robinson has the same sort of, you know, deal that Deuce Vaughn does where, you know, you, you kind of have to, you know, protect your running game because if these guys outrun you, you know, do you really have another way to beat these guys? I'm not sure you do. So that's part of the reason why I agree with this list, and it's the two primary reasons that I talked about today. The running game is crucial. You have to protect it, and you're going to see the majority of these guys in the first month of the season. You know, these are going to be right out of the gate. These are going to be Joey McGuire's first games coaching this team. Uh, you're you're really going to get an idea of what this team is going to look like in the first month, and they're going to have to play a bunch of these guys in the first. You're going to have to play all four, all uh, all five of these guys in the first five weeks, right? So this list was Clayton Toon, the quarterback out of Houston, Devin Leary, the quarterback out of NC State, Xavier Worthy, Texas's uh, the Texas wide receiver. You got Deuce Vaughn, the crazy running back out of K State. And then B. John Robinson out of Texas. I mean, these are these are the top five offensive players that you're going to see this year. I completely agree. Completely agree. You have to protect your running game. You you have to be able to outrun teams, or else you're going to be. I mean, done, or else you're done. If that's your strength and you have teams in this conference that can do it better than you, that that's a problem. That's a problem. You become one-dimensional. You become easy to beat. You become easy to game plan for. So, should be a very interesting start of the season. Again, first month you're going to see where this team stands and all these players that we just went over, I mean, they're going to be a big part of it. So, uh, all right, that does it for us on the Texas Tech Edition of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Uh, I'm Mike Guido here with you. We will be back again next week. We'll see you.